Welcome back to Expand, where we talk about all kinds of stuff. Co-host JP, myself as the host, Omar Alfaro, uh, where we talk about real estate, about what's happening in our life and in our business, uh, good, the bad, um, the challenges too. So then hopefully you guys can um, also not face those challenges or at least get some advice before you go through that process. Um, and yeah, so we got a lot of exciting stuff. Um, I want to say something real quick. Uh, I know the Super Bowl's here pretty quick, and um, you know, 49ers at Kansas City. Kansas City, um, my cousins are big-time Kansas City fans. Don't know why. They're from you know Southern California, and we're like two weeks apart, and he's all about Kansas City. And obviously, there's some people that are all about San Francisco or 49ers. And I was just checking out to see what tickets cost, and there's some tickets, bro, for like, I think minimum 6,000 bucks, right? Minimum 6K. And <clears throat> the highest ticket that you could probably get, you know, $60,000, $70,000 for a ticket. Yeah. For a ticket. That's insane. I mean, some of my flips are that. And then why would I spend it on a on a ticket? Because T-Swift, bro, you're not a Swifty? No, I'm not a Swifty. But by the way, <laughs> that's crazy. How much more people are looking at Kansas City because of her? Well, here's a here's a stat. That's um, nuts. There's yeah. a stat. I think she brought like $300 million in total. Yeah. To the, I guess you could say, Kansas City organization, whether it's through tickets, jersey sales. And Travis Kelsey's numbers have gone up extremely um, high as well. I heard someone say, um, or they were asking a question, like comparing Taylor Swift today to like, I guess you could say what Michael Jackson did in his time, oh, yeah. as far as like a social movement, having that social <laughs> fan base. Would you agree? Yeah. Everybody was an MJ fan for sure. MJ as in Michael Jackson. Michael, yeah, Michael. But yeah, no, I mean, the the Super Bowl, obviously, it's always been huge. But I think this year it's also in Vegas. So I don't... Raiders. Yeah, where the... Allegiant Stadium, yeah. The, the stadium is. So yeah, I mean, it's nuts. I just can't fathom paying 60, 70 grand for a uh, ticket. And maybe that's because we don't have it. No, just, we have it. We just don't know how to allocate it. I mean, we, we know how to, uh, well. Choose not to, I guess. Yeah. Like I said not before to. in our previous podcast, um, I don't see it, you know, uh, you know, to go actually World Series, Super Bowl, I would experience it because it's it's an event. Yeah. You know what? It's an absolutely awesome event. What sports like I'm. I'm honestly all like I love sports. I just I don't like when people get extremely invested into them, like throughout the whole season, and like they dictate the quality of their life based off of their team's performance. Like I, I haven't, lost book. yeah, I haven't watched you know based practically any football this whole year. Obviously, when I'm at the gym this morning, funny enough, they always play like the Sports Center highlights every single morning, and that's my way of like keeping up. But I'm sure even you don't really catch on to who's playing in the playoffs until the playoffs actually come, right? Yes. Or the Super Bowl actually is here, or the World Series, NBA championship. That's when it's okay, I believe, to tap in a little bit and, you know, just watch it for entertainment. Right. But then, you know, you I, have, I was the other guy before, though. You were the guy that had I, the jersey. I, I, and, I knew where my Dodgers were at. I knew where... <laughs> You know who's the the batting average. I knew that they were five, six, eight games out of first place with a you know ten, fifteen game winning streak. That's just uh, weird. To I me. knew all that because it was just stats, numbers, right? Yeah, and but like you're just, being so obsessive about yeah. someone else's numbers, 
What about probably, mine? Yeah, what are your numbers in your business? Right, right. And then obviously now we know what, it's funny that it's a direct correlation. I mean, maybe some people out there know the numbers to their business at, at, along with their special or their favorite sports teams and stuff like that. But yeah. kudos to you guys. It's awesome. But nonetheless, just crazy. 60, 70,000 bucks for a ticket. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. Patrick Mahomes is obviously, I think he's going to pass Tom Brady. Um, if Yeah, if he stays healthy, which he's a kid. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I believe still. he's my age. Don't quote me on that. 25, 26 years old. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's nuts. Your age, and he's the starting quarterback. Well, he's also the, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the league right now. I mean, I, I believe this is also his third ring if he wins. And he's only 25. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, that is nuts. And, of course, you know, the person he beat, which was Lamar Jackson, um, I, I like him as a quarterback a lot, too. But, yeah, so sports are – are you going to watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Are they going to your house? That's what the plan was. Well, what but, happened? Uh, uh, unfortunately, you don't like to, to go to that side of town. But so. are you still doing it? Yes, 100%. Well, then, yeah, no, there hasn't been a formal invite except, hey, dude, we're going to do this, maybe, and I don't know. I'm going to make that uh, formal invite today. Let everyone know. Ah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds good. Nice. So what's um you know, what's what's happening with you lately? What's going on? Um some things you want to share? Uh you know, for work and business and I mean um, business. I got, I, got a, I got a question for you. Being that you're twenty six years old, twenty five years old, sorry. Uh huh. Um how do you feel about entrepreneurship? What do you mean? Yeah. How do you feel in your role right now of like you only have real estate? Like that's what you have. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? And what kind of pressure does that bring to a 25-year-old for other 25-year-olds that are watching or even some 40-year-olds that are watching that are thinking about changing their career or um, because it's too fucking hard or something? I mean, yeah. I've, I've been doing it for like three years now and I haven't gone back since. So I kind of see it as like, the norm like I never really see myself doing anything else but as far as like entrepreneurship you know I think I have an internal maturity to say I'm actually not an entrepreneur I'm an intrapreneur right you know I I run a business within a business mm -hmm. and I think that's very important to understand for some people because an entrepreneur does completely different things than an entrepreneur does an entrepreneur is investing a lot of his own money into a business to make it grow. He's paying a lot of other people. He's responsible for many lives, many families versus an entrepreneur. Yes, he's not getting paid unless he doesn't have any performance, but you don't have, you know, the, I guess you could say what you call it, the monthly nut mm -hmm. coming out of your business. If you haven't, um, I guess you could say, put yourself in that position. So for me, like, I don't know. It's just, I feel like this is just what I'm supposed to be doing. And there's obviously an end goal in mind with all of this entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship or with everything else that we're building. But my ultimate goal is just to like continue to play the game. Alex Armozi says that a lot. Like when you truly love what you do and when you truly have like a passion for it, why would you want to have an end in mind? Right. There, there isn't one. Cause then it's like, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. You know? So for me, it's just like, you know, I'm just playing the game every day. It's cool. A lot of people won't be able to say that in regards to like, hey, yeah, I could be an entrepreneur inside of another business. 
you know, run a business within a business. Yeah, and it took a lot of maturity for me to understand that. Um, I heard this quote before. It's like, I'm. it took me 55 years, and this is the ex-CEO, I believe, of a, a, of a company. And he exited the company for like $55 million. He said it took me over 60 years to realize that I'm a much better number two than I am a number one. And, you know, when he said that, I was like, hmm, it's interesting. Like, maybe we're all not meant to, to be who we essentially create ourselves to be because that comes from social media, external influence, right. and all of these other noises because everyone truly has, like, different talents and what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And I think recognizing those is there's a lot of strength in it. And that's something that I'm thankful I was able to do early on because now I don't think my ego gets in the way of my business. And I think when you have that mindset of like wanting to run your own operation or whatever it is, that's it's very easy to like get down that rabbit hole. Yeah, some people, I, I could see that. Um, yeah, it's like this quote, um, you'll, you'll go faster alone, but with a team, you'll go further. 100%. You know, so. I'd rather go further. Yeah. That's my whole thing, too. It's I'm like, just here to play the game. So as far as my relationship to it, I think it's great. I I mean, you know, I accept all the it's challenges. It's challenging, too. But I accept it. Like, I'm not like, oh, fuck, why is this happening? Or why does, like, I don't really question anything anymore. Because, like, I feel like when I'm questioning something, I'm, like, disrespecting God almost, if that makes sense. Yeah, because it doesn't give you anything you can't handle. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's almost like, you know, just figure out why something happened, pull the good from it, and move on. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I wanted to ask that. I don't know. I mean, because I've been asked that a couple of times already on my side, on the entrepreneur side. And it's, you know, it's not an easy road at all. I feel like what's been most challenging for you is graduating from your ways of being an entrepreneur for about, let's just say, 20 years. And now we talked about this before, this next 20 years in your life is truly a different season. Mm -hmm. You're stepping into a completely different role. You're scaling. You have to be though. You're learning to buy back your time more. Right. right. So how's that been? Uh, expensive, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I'll tell you that straight up. Um, for anybody that's out there that's uh, watching, um, and, or and or listening, Dan Martell, "Buy Back Your Time." That is the book. Um, and if if I could endorse it, I would. <laughs> but I'm telling you now that that that's been a, a huge. Um, you know, pathway or avenue that I became more insightful about what I truly needed to do, you know, and for some of you out there that don't want to spend money on a TC or don't want to spend money on, on a, on a house cleaner and you want to do it yourself or a landscaper because you want to do it yourself. Um, think of this, if you can, um, if you can hire someone to go do your landscaping, you're helping another family. You can hire someone to clean your house or you're helping another family at the same time you're buying back your time so you don't have to do those tasks somebody else will um i just hired uh an executive assistant that you know we're paying forty thousand dollars uh a year and that's a lot of money right but is it really a lot of money if that forty thousand potentially can end up making you a couple hundred k or a quarter million dollars because of the time that is spent that you're not spending on that activity. So important thing to touch on that though, let's just say, for example, 
You don't have it. You don't have that kind of money, right? To to go spend. That. Not only that, but I think where people go back is like they they try to buy back their time, but they don't realize that you have to replace the time that you do buy back with the higher producing activity, with the higher income <coughs> level producing activity. Right. Like for example, if you know you getting your house cleaned uh, every month costs, let's just say, it costs you four hundred dollars, and that four hundred dollars saves you eight hours out of the whole month that eight hours needs to almost 5X what that $400 was. Right, but now, okay, but it's not always the correct return on the investment because that four hours of somebody cleaning clean the house, that means that I don't have to and my lady doesn't have to. That means we get to spend more time with our kids. So that's the value for that. Well, for me, I'm single, no family, no kids. So I'm just going to work more. Yeah. yeah, just my dogs. Yeah, and then the the extra, obviously, I have to replace the assistant work with something else that I'm doing, which is getting on the phones with more sellers, trying to raise capital, um, and also um, being able to let other investors know about other projects that we got going on that they could potentially invest in and create, um, you know, an awesome double digit return on their investment. Yeah, I mean, because that's literally where. I'm, my focus is going that or discussing and talking as we have a uh, an IG live today. I'll be speaking at some stage at the end of the month, um, and which is cool. So when this comes out, hopefully it doesn't come out too too late. And isn't that in March? Um, it's the end of March. Yeah, March 29th and 30th um, in in Orange County. So if you guys want more information about that, uh, DM me um, and use the code Omar for 50% off. So uh, that'll be cool. We'll put the link somewhere when you, whenever you guys um, hear this or just reach out to me. So we cool. We're doing IG Live just explaining some stuff. Do you want the rest of the speakers? No, me and uh, Michael Martinez, which is the host of the REI Summit. Oh, the cool. Investing Summit. Yeah. Something like that. I'm it's going cool. to the Squad Up Summit in Orlando in April. Nice, dude. With uh, Pace Morby, Jamil Damji, Rina Jetty, and Mel Robbins. Yeah, that's going to be dope. So, that's that's gonna be dope. I won't be able to go. I'll have a little baby, and I'll be taking care of her or him. I really hope it's a him. 50-50 shot, guys. 50-50 shot, baby. Dude, you're like a 70-30 shot. Probably 70, 70% <laughs> girl dad, 30% the little pecker comes out. <laughs> the, little, the little pecker, that's funny. What else do you want to touch base on? Um, no, other than that, man, I mean, I, th I think we're, we're, we're solid. We have, um, I do have that 1230 live in 15 minutes. So, um, other than that, I think that uh, guys, you know, being in this game or being in this business of, you know, representing sellers, helping buyers out, you know, helping other, you know, agents out too in this game. I mean, it gives you some sense of fulfillment too. Um, and when you start removing your, I think the want for you to be successful and you focus on somebody else being successful, like helping the team, helping other people, you'll get in return your success that you truly wanted. Yeah. I think if the reasons like you're doing something don't, they don't have the benefit doesn't have to do with you. Um, you're, you're going to perform in a way, a different way than you would if it was only for you. A hundred percent. Yeah. Cause subconsciously and like by nature we don't want to let people down no no we don't we don't yeah that's our our conversation today was a little more heated because i'm like i don't want to let you guys down you guys better not want to let nobody else down either 
a little bit of context. We just had a great, yeah, a great, really good meeting about where we stand on some things. That's all. Yeah, tough conversations move the needle forward. If you don't have tough conversations in in any type of area of your life, relationship, business, friendship, <clears throat> then you probably won't have those friendships, relationships, or that business. And that's why relationships that's, don't last nowadays. That, because no one has the hard conversation. Yes. That's it. And it's very difficult and sometimes sweep it under the rug. But then later on, guess what? It's going to come up because eventually someone's going to mop your fucking house. They're going to move that, 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 that mat and then all kinds of shit comes out. And yes, I just use an analogy for sure because, you know, we're Mexican. We used to sweep everything under the rug anyways. So it was funny. Fucking Mexicans. <laughs> And he can say that because I am Mexican. So all those people that just heard him say that, it's okay, <laughs> fucking Mexicans, it's fine, it's no problem. Jesus, I love Latinas. You know? Like I hope I marry a Latina one day. <laughs> like I don't understand that. That's Anyways, funny. yeah, no, guys. So we're good. Uh, this is quick and easy. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, and make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow along and DM me directly or JP if you guys have any questions, concerns, hallucinations, and I hope that this somewhat inspires you, educates you, and again, expands your mind to see what's possible. And hopefully you don't make those mistakes that uh, we're going through because we're sharing it all the time. So I'll see you guys on the next episode. Sweet. Take care. Come here. Peace.